Hello and welcome to the Cafe Hustle podcast and to this episode where I'm talking about quiet quitting and it's something I've been really thinking about a lot lately and and what it is, where it come from and the issue I have with the fact that we are essentially putting the blame on employees and there's a stigma now around the term quiet quitting and certainly from an ownership point of view it's not something that we want to see but we can't what we can't do is go and basically blame employees for for what they are doing and I'm going to explain why that's the case in this episode and what we can do about it but essentially what we'll do in this episode is talk about what it is there's different types of or reasons why people are in that position uh, we're going to look at the, those issues in detail and how we can maybe change how our employees feel about working for us we're also then gonna look at how we can re-engage those people in in working with us so yeah we're gonna get into this episode as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsor Cafe Hustle is brought to you in partnership with Road to Cloud, the people management platform for shift-based teams. Start your 30-day free trial at thecafehustle.com forward slash Road to Cloud now to see how much easier planning rotors, recording attendance, managing annual leave really can be. So I'm going to start off by just talking about what quiet quitting is. Now, no doubt you have probably come across this term in the media, whether you're reading articles online or even on on the radio. I know I've heard them talking about this a couple of times on the radio. But really what quiet quitting is, is it is people who are working to rule. And I know certainly this is something that is used by by unions if they're striking. People just work to rule. But essentially it's an emotional separation from what you're doing at work it's literally turning up doing the bare minimum and going home again you know getting your getting your wages but really oh there's two sides of it it's either driven by the fact that people aren't necessarily treated right and they are disengaged because of that but also they could be establishing boundaries whether that is for their mental health their emotional well-being any sort of reason family and we have to respect that but my issue is is that we are not us in particular but the media is generating this attention on an issue that is something that has happened for a very very long time it's not something that is new but it's creating a stigma now where people are and again there's two sides of this they're either being berated for taking this position and doing what their job description says they should do or the other side which I think is a little creates more of a leadership challenge in that people are doing this as a a really almost as an act of protest and using it to almost get on top of your boss or get one over on your boss which isn't a great situation to be in but yeah this stigma around it is something that we have to stop it's nothing i think people should not they shouldn't be celebrated for doing it but equally they shouldn't be criticized because we as business owners have set the expectation and the boundaries of what we want as an employer from this person who is part of our team so i'm going to start off with one of the the real issues i think and i think the primary issue like i say the stigma comes from the fact that people are placing this the 
the onus or the or the reason for this happening on the employees and basically criticizing them for it. But I think really this is a leadership failure. And I'm going to put failure in inverted commas. You know, you can't see me doing that, but that failure from the point of view as we are not as leaders allowing our teams and the people to see where they fit into the grand scheme of of the purpose and the mission of the business and how they contribute to that. So we need to stop that, you know, um, the the fact that we're placing the blame on employees and start looking internally, reflect on what we're doing as leaders to influence how they are showing up to work. And our, our job as a leader is is to motivate our people. We are really about taking our business from where we are to a point, well, from point A to point B, to the point B, which is where we want to be. Our job as leaders is to take the organisation and our people on that journey and planning out how we get to that stage of point B. And we have to motivate our people to to work towards those goals and one way to do that is and again this is really a big part I think of the quiet quitting issue is really knowing our mission our vision our values our purpose as an organization again from a coffee shop point of view it's not about giving people a great cup of coffee or great food it's a lot more about providing people with a space where they want to go, which isn't their workplace, it isn't their home life, uh, you know, uh, their home where they live. It's about providing somewhere that people feel connected to. And that's the way I look at at coffee shops and, and the community element. But we have to engage our people in that purpose. And not only do we have to develop it in the first place and go through the process of finding out certainly what our own personal values are and which of those values then relate to our business or certainly to the mission that we set for our business, which underpin that, we have to communicate it clearly to our people and we have to understand them as individuals and and be open to the idea that people are not exactly the same we have to adapt and be versatile with our the way we communicate things like our mission but from my point of view it's really about helping them to understand how they fit into the the greater picture how they contribute to delivering this great space for our community and that's your job as a leader to to show them where they fit in and you have to be really explicit in this process I know as I've done it in the past this is basically about turning the motivation from an external motivator which is them turning up for work doing their job in return for money in terms of developing intrinsic motivation and this is the start of self-motivation we I know I see job descriptions out there and say people are self-motivated blah 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 and I disagree with that you the self-motivation comes from great leadership and it is only possible to be self-motivated as a as a team member if you have great leadership and again I take you back to it's all about communicating that mission that purpose to the employee so that they see where they fit in and that is what provides them with the motivation once they can see where they fit in they can motivate themselves to do the job and to do more 
more things that are closely we related to what we as owners would do and we don't we know we can't get people who are necessarily as committed as we are as owners but we can get them close and again it comes through to establishing the purpose and how they fit and that i think is a really big part of this quiet quitting movement it's people are not engaged with the greater purpose of an organization and i think we really need to focus on that as a business as leadership as an industry to try and help our people understand that they aren't just coming and turning up to receive their wages we need to show them what this is where this fits how this helps people beyond just great coffee now in a minute we're going to jump into how what the the area of quiet quitting where people are establishing boundaries but first of all i want to take a quick break and thank our sponsors With competition for hospitality staff fiercer than ever, it's never been more important to offer your staff a five-star employee experience. One way that hospitality businesses all over the UK are doing that is by using RotorCloud. RotorCloud is the web-based platform for planning rotors, recording attendance, managing staff holidays, and more. It also makes life easy for your staff by giving them 24-7 access to their rotors, timesheets, and as well as letting them do things like request annual leave, arrange their own cover for any shifts they can't work all via the free rotoclide mobile app head to cafehustle.com forward slash rotoclide now to claim your free 30-day trial and give your team the kind of employee experience they deserve so we've spoken about trying to get our our team aligned with our purpose and our on our mission and i know these terms sound really high up corporate leveled stuff but it really affects people all the way down the organization but equally quiet quitting and again the term quiet quitting it shouldn't relate to this particular part of it because again i think this is something that big businesses have have attached to people who are doing this and really what they are doing they're well within their rights to be working to their job description and now a lot of people may actually be doing this purely because they want to establish the boundaries that they should expect from an employer now i know certainly in my experience we had our everything was in our contract and our staff knew that that's what was expected of them so if they were expected to work 35 hours that that is what they worked and if they worked any more than that to help out then that is their prerogative but i never forced anyone to either work additional hours or think less of them for not doing it these people that worked for me were always doing their absolute best they were really working hard to deliver on our purpose so why should i expect them to to do any more than they'd agreed to do originally so Really, employee relationships, it's it's purely contractual and a transactional one. We set out their terms, what we expect from them in the contract, and that's what is expected of them at a fully, completely fundamental level. That's what's expected of them. And the transactional element is, is that they get wages for showing up and doing the job that they do. But when we turn to what's expected of people and i know we talk about people coming and just working to their job description and and seeing that as a negative we set that as an employer we set that at the very beginning of the relationship 
if we want them to do more than what they're doing at the minute it's relying on their goodwill and we shouldn't expect that level of input as a given we shouldn't expect people to yes we've offered you 35 hours a week but actually we routinely expect you to work 45 or 50 hours which i know a lot of industries people are working well into the evening they're working at weekends which i personally my own philosophy that is so wrong when we shouldn't be if we want people to work those hours we advertise at those hours and pay um and pay to reflect that but i really think that if we want people to do more and i'm not advocating we we start advertising for roles that are 45 and 50 hours which i know a lot of in hospitality anyway a lot of people work those hours and I, I personally think we need to be bringing our industry in line with the other businesses other industries which are in the region of 35 to 40 hours you know that's where i think hospitality should be but if we want that greater level of effort from our employees we need to write better job description and i don't mean by stuffing our job descriptions full of all the possible things that we expect people to do but it's the rate the way that we word it needs to be different to reflect our values and i know i've spoken a lot about value-based hiring and how we can get the right people in but our job descriptions need to reflect the values we expect to be seen in our employees and then this is where if someone is in a position where they're disengaged and they're they may be pushing the boundaries of what is in their job description we can say hang on a minute these are what is expected. You need to up your game a little bit to meet those expectations. But equally, people may want to work to their job description to to get a better balance, and we have to respect that. From their point of view, their job description is what they need to do. And not every employee is ambitious and wants to move up the ladder and be a leader or, you know, even a supervisor in our stores. They just want to work the role that they applied for and that's fine. And we as leaders need to respect that as well. But they they need to they may need to draw those boundaries for themselves. Their own health, we need to allow them to do that because being absent, if it's on even short term or long term sick is no good for us as a business and again we have to respect them for doing that for taking control of their emotional their mental health their physical health because we need them to show up and and be the people who come into our business on every day to deliver these great customer experiences but ultimately all of this conversation comes down to engagement with the business engagement with the purpose and if we as leaders aren't showing a greater pull in terms of our purpose for even people who are trying to get that balance if we're not allowing them to to be engaged and i'm not saying that everyone who is drawing these boundaries with their workplace is not engaged but we need to get them to treat the business a little bit more or think a little bit more like we do as owners and that comes down to really showing them what we see our vision our purpose for our business we need to communicate that really really clearly and really effectively to the people we're communicating it to now i want to know your experience with quiet quitting and whether you have got employees who are doing this whether you understand the reasons why have you spoken to them i'd love to know your experience so please 
drop me an email at andy at thecafehustle.com. I'm open to to having a discussion. I want to try and see if we can help you as well with, with these issues. And on that point, we're launching our, at the end of October, we are launching our both our one-on-one group coach and our group coaching. Uh, and that's certainly the, the group coaching is very much, it's a higher ticket price, obviously, but it's about really bespoke uh, interaction with you and your business and your teams and helping you with very specific issues as well as uh, my leadership framework and, and communicating that but the the group coaching element which is a lower ticket item as you would expect but it's all about teaching you the the fundamental elements of my leadership framework over a 12-week period and that's going to again we're going to launch it in October. It's going to start early November. So if you want any more information about either of those, drop me an email again at andy at com, and I'll happily share that with you. But like I say, this is all about trying to build that engagement and that connection with our people and getting them to start focusing on our vision as well. We work very hard to get our vision set out and we need to really help them to see what we see. That's a big challenge and that's one of the the fundamental reasons I think why we're getting this quiet quitting movement. I know I keep using the same word for it or the same term for it and I really disagree that it's quiet quitting. It's just employees taking control of what they want to do in terms of their work and they're working to what we said we expect them to do but yeah anyway i hope this has given you some food for thought term certainly in terms of how things are going in your business but yeah thank you again for spending your friday with me another 20 minutes of your time which i appreciate you spending listening to the podcast it's really great to see certainly obviously our download numbers are going up and up and more and more people we're reaching now which is which is great but yeah Thank you again for joining me on the Cafe Hustle and I hope you have an amazing weekend. Do you struggle to find enough hours in the day and is staff admin taking up far too much of your time? With a people management platform like Rotocloud, you can plan rotors, record staff attendance and manage annual leave all in one place, saving you time. That's what we're all about at the Cafe Hustle. Head over to thecafehustle.com forward slash Rotocloud to find out more and join and get your 30-day free trial. And what's more, there's no credit card required. Get in there, test it out and see how it can make a massive difference to you and your business.